0: just getting really do a little fired up before we started going here today and uh, it went from here it was excitement was here and then it went it took a nosedive because you were like uh, so pumped and I then so happy. and then a it disaster. always go- it always goes in waves like that mm-hmm. you go up you go down uh, you'll find out why in a moment here <laughs> uh, he's mad at Elon actually. <laughs> You could be one of the many. But it could, it could be for good reason uh, these decisions that have been made. He's not angry about this first story. This first story is... Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe you're indifferent. I'm not sure. There's new rumors that have emerged here that it's uh, possibly uh, Twitter could be moving out of San Francisco. And it's a rumor. Definitely a rumor at the moment. But I think people aren't really all that surprised by it Mm -hmm. and they could see it possibly happening Uh, apparently Twitter has started to skip rent on their HQ and a number of listings have emerged uh, with office equipment and chairs and statues and all all types of things being sold out of the headquarters and I just don't (laughs) I don't think Elon's a huge fan of San Francisco to begin with I don't know I mean maybe Probably some elements of it, but he's been critical as well. Critical of the government. Homelessness. He was he was obviously uh had a mixed reception <laughs> going on the stage sure. with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was weird was I saw the clip of him getting booed, but then I saw a follow-up clip of him dancing around and did he show up for another show or was it missing from the other clip? I don't know. Mm. Well, he seemed a lot more comfortable in a newer clip that emerged of that entire uh, escapade. But many of his other businesses have already relocated and him in his own personal time, a lot of that has moved as well. And he seems to be so integrated in Twitter things right now that it wouldn't really be that shocking to imagine a move of the Twitter offices. Now, however... To what extent Twitter employees would be excited about such things, having to relocate. And also to what extent the workforce is already remote and flexible because they might already be somewhere else.
1: And I'm guessing this headquarters is
0: quite expensive. Well, you can see apparently here, according to AP, what does it say? Musk and his advisors are looking to renegotiate their rent obligation. Well, gearing up for potential uh, legal implications there, Mm. right? You just just stop paying rent and go, well, we want to renegotiate. Uh We'll give you five bucks. They're like, no. The Elon way. (laughs) Okay, so here's the number. 7,500 staff worked at the site before Musk started slashing half the workforce. (laughs) Originally, Musk decided the company would dole out at least two months of pay and another month of severance pay to U.S.-based workers in line with federal and state labor laws, but now Musk's team is discussing whether it should pay some of those months. The Times reported, citing two sources, so suggesting that maybe there's going to be less uh, than, than the original reports on severance. Uh, Twitter is also reportedly putting industrial grade kitchen equipment, office supplies and electronics up for sale from its San Francisco office. Why would you be doing that? You're renegotiating. Now, maybe the relocation is just from San Francisco to San Francisco. Maybe there's just, just a different building. I'm not into this building. Yeah. You know, it's like. Uh, or a different area. Ooh, different area. Could go south. There's still Tesla stuff going on down there in Fremont. That's mm-hmm. not too far from San Francisco. Get a little closer down there. You have all your big giants. Not, not many of them are in the actual city of san francisco Mm -hmm. they're near san francisco but they're south of san francisco for the most part Mm -hmm. your googles your facebooks and so forth even your apples Mm -hmm. some of the items listed for sale include a 41 inch twitter bird statue i wonder what the what the uh, asking price is for that we might need Mm -hmm. one of those around here
1: yeah i want to see their auction
0: wait that's not that tall is it no it's odd, it's funny how these things work. It's like here you have many billions of dollars at play and yet still you have these artifacts popping up for a few dollars. It's a 3-foot statue. Yeah, that's not too big. No, it's weird, right? Like <laughs> but you get these you hire these companies that come in and you just say, "Yeah, what well, the company in this case, Heritage Global Partners, they come in and you're just like, "Wipe it out, liquidate, get rid of stuff. We just we're emptying this place out and then they take care of it." Mm-hmm. It's a company based in San Diego. They're handling the auction. And uh the 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 sell-off. So listen, this is speculation at the moment. There's somebody on Twitter, I can't remember his name, but he uh took it to the next level and said Elon Musk confirmed. Lots of caps in there. Almost a hundred thousand likes and seventy, eight hundred retweets. Elon Musk just confirmed he's moving out of moving Twitter HQ out of San Francisco. What a headline. It's uh in in what sense has he confirmed it? Is it, like, direct? Was it a private confirmation? Do we, yeah, we need proof. Do we? Can you uh, shoot us do we something? We need proof? Or maybe we don't. Maybe we can speculate. It's, it's fine to speculate as well. People can dream. They can imagine. And they can uh, wager. They can wager their bets. You can do so in the comments section and say, tell me, does Twitter stay in San Francisco or... Does it move somewhere else? And if it does move somewhere else, where does it go? And are employees willing to move with it Oh, or work remotely? Here we go. The bird statue is 25 bucks. Hey. That could be a good deal, actually. Hey, I'll buy it. <laughs> now we're just selling all these uh, artifacts. Sculpture planter, 25 Uh The bikes, look at that. Two Rock the Bike Fender Pro recharge stations. You get some work done on the stylish bike uh, opening bid, 25
1: Um, Yeah. And the auction, I guess, goes live January seventeenth.
0: Yeah, of so next year. it looks like everything is starting at twenty-five bucks, and then we'll yeah. see what it actually goes for. The opening bid a little higher for the Ames molded plywood chair. Those things are worth some money, by the way. Yeah. So you're definitely not getting those for that deal. But it's like, yeah, they're they're cleaning the place out. Look at the semi-auto espresso machine. And where are these? Oh, even more. Look at all these espresso machines. They had quite this. Oh, how many cafes did they have in there? Mm. Yeah, 17 espresso machines. Grind a lot of beans over there. Ovens? Damn right, man. You know the type of meals that were going on over there? He's like, no more meals. Get out of here. Yeah. Talking about kitchen. I mean, it does look like they're liquidating. There's actually quite a few items here. A lot of industrial stuff. Six pages of 60 items per page. So could just be a redesign, Will. You never know. Yeah. Make of it what you will. Mm. Apple is working to add support for sideloading and alternate app stores in Europe. Mm. This is, of course, an incredibly hot topic. Uh, Many have wanted these uh, multiple alternate type app stores. You could talk to Sweeney. You could talk to Epic. Samsung famously worked with Epic. They're like, yeah, you can, uh, don't pay us anything. Just go in the Samsung store. We'll do a collab. We'll do a Fortnite uh, collab phone. Mm. We'll do a whole phone where you get a special skin. I don't know if you remember that well. I don't remember which Galaxy model it was, but you get the you get the Galaxy skin in Fortnite. Oh, really? You don't remember that? No. That was a highly... People wanted the skin, and they bought the exclusive. phone. It was a hell of a collab. Well, it was, of course, different days. Was it the S7? Get the hell out no of here. No way. No, 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 no. That's too long ago. Note 9. I think it was Note 9. And that's pretty... I mean, as far as skins go, get the exclusive skin... Oh this one kind of a kind of an intense investment for a skin you got to buy the buy the note nine <laughs> yeah. quite a few bucks for that skin but I guess you get the note nine out of it as well but it was different days Fortnite was hotter than the sun at that time mm-hmm. and Samsung was getting on board with it and Sweeney was cutting deals anyway look at this. Apple planning to allow for alternate app stores on iPhones and iPads ahead of the European legislation that will require the company to support sideloading, reports Bloomberg. Apple just can't catch a break. They just, they're pissing off people in Brazil. The lightning cable's taking heat in Europe. Now they want to do the sideloading. The government's around the world. They're coming at Tim. Mm -hmm. Tim's like, how many lawyers do you want me to get? Because I got billions of dollars. I I, I made a trillion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Money talks. You want to go lawyer for lawyer? Yeah. You want to go lawyer for lawyer? Not me. The change will allow customers to download apps without needing to use the App Store, which would mean developers would not need to pay Apple's 15 to 30% of fees. Elon been talking about those fees too. Mm. But to start with, Apple is only planning to implement side-loading support in Europe. They're like, no, we're not doing that in the United States. You're crazy. That's 30 points. If if other countries introduce similar legislation, alternate app stores could expand beyond the European Union. The United States, for example, is considering legislation that would require Apple to allow sideloading. Apple has claimed that sideloading will undermine the privacy and security protections that iPhone users rely on, leaving people vulnerable to malware scams, data tracking, and other issues. I don't think it's going to matter. It seems governments are very pumped up in this direction.
1: So it is strictly software. Do you think it's going to be um, for North America too or worldwide?
0: Well, it all comes down to legislation and whatever it is that governments decide. So any time in legal that you have a precedent, you have others that follow suit. And so it's definitely feasible. You could imagine such things taking place at all. Well, you've seen them when they go in there and they do the deposition and everything. Sure. You never know. Mm. You never know what the uh, impression is as far as government officials are concerned. Mm-hmm. You you really don't. You don't know what, they, what their interests are and you don't know uh, what their agenda looks like. Yeah. Because it can be different for each. Mm-hmm. So it's always a discussion. But Europe seems to be cracking the whip as far as Apple's concerned. They started with the cable. Now they're going to the App Store. Mm. App Store's a big, big deal. The cable, Apple's like, we'll do the cable. Forget about the App Store. We'll do the cable. Yeah. And then they're like, no, no, we want uh, competitive App Stores.
1: Apple's like, good. What are 30%?
0: We did the cable for you. Yeah. we a big deal. The cable. Come on now. <laughs> Tim Cook admits that iPhones use Sony camera sensors. <laughs> what do you mean? It, <laughs> what do you mean admits? What a headline. That's funny. We we should use the exact same headline. Thank you, Verge, for that. All right, maybe you can tweak it a little bit. I don't know about headline drama, but it is it's a it's a pretty good headline. It's a funny headline. Uh it is odd uh for Tim to mention any other brand other than Apple. And sometimes if they have a partner that's not seen as competitive, Sony does make Smartphones yeah. and headphones and other competing products, but you, yeah, but they're also one of the most respected camera brands, mm-hmm. and so this is one of those rare situations where it gives Apple extra cred for being um, engaged with them. But it's uh, usually those relationships have to be real tight and real healthy if Tim's going to mention it. Like yeah. you know you don't get you don't get Tim talking about Elon even after their meeting at the pond. Mm-hmm. And they always get very crafty with the, with the words uh, during the presentation in order to avoid sure. admitting that other things exist. Even on their website. It doesn't sometimes they'll the just advice. say the other guys. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And here's how ours compares to the other guys. They don't even get a name. They're just mm-hmm. the other guys. Or uh, Samsung. if he wanted to be
1: specific are
0: you suggesting that he says it that way as a jab
1: yes absolutely no way that he doesn't know how to pronounce it but
0: you mean it's not samsung (laughs) 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 samsung just the slightly off is (laughs) quite funny oh tim what are you up to anyway yeah so I love this photo, by the way. This is one of my favorite photos. (laughs) Like, Will, you don't understand the degree to which I love a photo like this. Yeah. Because it has everything that I need in it. It has tech. It has testing. It has showing off. It has precision. It has cleanliness. Like, I know that room is very clean. Mm. Uh, It has focus and intensity. It has um, uh, moguls of industry. Yeah. And it has appreciation in it, inspection. It's a fantastic photo. So here we, uh, I presume we're in Sony's labs and Tim Cook is being shown. Well, what's funny is he's actually being shown an iPhone at this point. Yeah. His own a, product.
1: There's a meme with this photo. It's like uh, Tim Cook's asking whether it's an iPhone 14 or
0: 15. Oh, well. <laughs> there's How like rude. two phones there. How rude of you. I presume they're talking about the sensor and it looks like he has some other equipment behind it. Uh, Tim Cook has tweeted in admission that Apple uses Sony image sensors in his iPhones as part of the CEO's supplier tour of Japan. Here's his quote. We've been partnering with Sony for over a decade to create the world's leading camera sensors for iPhone. He thanked Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida for showing him around the kumamoto facility photo shows cook being shown his company's own smartphone (laughs) well the verge couldn't miss that part as well sony camera sensors in smartphones and in cameras like need i say more will Mm. they're just beautiful brilliant things and by the way apple's not the only one using them although you know they're tweaking it and they're uh, it's a collaborative effort to get what they're looking sure. for, and certainly when you're ordering camera sensors for iPhones at that volume, you get to call some shots. For so, sure, I mean you're a huge customer at that point. But it, you know what else it showcases well, and this is a key for me, and I like to remind people, tech enthusiasts, about this. Okay, the interworkings, the interdealings of the variety of tech companies that you should and could, could and should appreciate that inside of your phone are all the brands that you root for and against and that collectively they're all making contributions to that overall experience. And it's when you're talking about patents and software development and uh, hardware components, it's a concoction that exists in there which kind of exposes or illuminates the goofiness of the military mindset of defending one brand over another. Like mm-hmm. in this case, you may have a Samsung display and a Sony camera sensor, and your memory may come from a competing company. And then collectively, and then your software might come from Epic or mm. wh- whatever side loading you're doing. Mm. It's, it's, it's a congealed... It's a, vast. It's a vast. A melting pot. It's vast. Yeah. Well, And you owe something to everybody. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can't be, uh, what are you going to do on the island alone, Will? Yeah, what are you going to do on the island alone? I'll
1: starve for a day, and then I'll be dead. That's it.
0: (laughs) I don't sound like too much fun, Will. No. I got a new cup here. Okay. Uh, It's a pro art limited edition Kinto Kinto collaboration. I put a coffee in this cup. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, you got me the coffee. Mm. (laughs)
1: But uh,
0: it looks pretty cool. You got me the coffee. I said, let me try the cup. Mm. Maybe it'll stay warm. Does it work? It stayed warm. Oh, Oh, this prompted you for a drink as well. All this cup talk. This episode has been sponsored by ZocDoc. Allowing you to find local specialist or primary care doctor in your area that uh, one that you actually want to go see uh, so it could be dental it could be as mentioned primary care it could be a dermatologist a psychiatrist or even an eye doctor and the beauty is it's like uh, it's like how you're ordering from a restaurant or something it's that easy to do and it's far less intimidating because you get to read reviews and see if it's a highly recommended. Professional, uh, You get to make your appointment right there online, or at least you can see availability and then make your appointment. And you've also uh, got the ability to check if your insurance coverage is supported there. So you can get like everything out of the way before you arrive. You can see what the wait times look like. And uh, most importantly, you see those patient ratings. And I think it's going to help people actually see uh, their physician more frequently which is probably going to lead to better outcomes for those people that have been avoiding doing such things because it just feels like a hassle in the first place. It's not a hassle anymore, thanks to ZocDoc.
1: ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Its mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. Go to zocdoc.com/lulater and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's zocdoc.com/lulater. Zocdoc.com/lulater.
0: Galaxy S23 Ultra specs revealed by Chinese regulatory agency and the FCC. Holy guacamole! S23. That's right. That time is uh, almost here. Mm. I got these, all these sequences in my mind of different launch moments for different brands, and Mo was like, how do you co- compare these cameras like Samsung, Pixel? Well, and I'm like, yeah, the Pixel is pretty new. The iPhone is pretty new. The S22 feels like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. In internet years, in smartphone years, there's so many. Smartphones launching now. Yeah, uh, It's happening at the speed of light. It's like uh-huh. dog years. Yeah.
1: Every seven years.
0: Is one dog year?
1: Is one human year.
0: One dog year is seven human years? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the opposite.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. One human year is seven dog
1: years? Yeah. So Otis is like uh,
0: but one year, around my age. Yeah, actually. but one year of a dog is seven years in human terms. Yeah. Yeah. So how are we phrasing that? I don't know. I don't know, man. Is a dog year one year or seven years? Uh,
1: <laughs> The seven years to a human. <laughs> but. <laughs>
0: what about a cat year? Uh, how long I is that? I don't know.
1: That's a good question.
0: Mm. Also seven. Probably. Yeah. Sure. And what about a parrot year? You know, those parrots can live a long time. Mm. So that would be reverse scenario. Some of those parrots outlive their owners. Yeah, yeah. Koi fish. Turtles. Yeah. So. Whales. No one ever adjusted in the other direction, do they? No, no. Because like, the turtle could be saying human years. They could be saying that to you. Yeah. I can outlive you, buddy. Yeah. They'd be like, well, it's a long time for human years. It's yeah. not a long time for turtle years. Uh-huh. Uh, S23, looking pretty good here. Is that a, a mock-up of such things? Well, it looks a lot like the last generation, if I'm being <laughs> honest. But I like what they did, the simplicity of it. It's a very, you know, it's pretty much as simple as you can do it. Sure. Here you have a rectangle with curved edges and a number of circular cutouts. Like, it's like the simplest. Oh, by, by the way, this is via onle- leaks. I see his... Uh, Watermark on there. Eagerly awaited Samsung Galaxy S23 family is getting closer to source shelves according to MySmartPrice. The FCC certification database now includes the U.S. variants of the 2023 flagships. You have the S23SM 911U, S23 Plus 916U, and S23 Ultra 918. You know, I can remind everybody that this is your S Pen input now in the absence of the uh, Note series. You're gonna get the Ultra. You're gonna get the S Pen. Um, they call it a writing instrument. I mean, it's it's a pen. It's a tiny little pen. Mm. It'll be av- available for the S23 Ultra only. This made a lot of sense when they did that because there was so much crossover between the lines. Sure. Yeah. I know we talked about the free Fortnite skin, but that was just a special moment there. Mm. S23 will sport a battery with a typical rating of 3900 milliamp hours. S23 Plus powered. Uh, by a 4,700 milliamp hour battery and the Ultra equipped with a 5,000 milliamp hour battery. You got to like that, Will. Isn't that what you're looking for? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: two day battery? You're looking for 5,000, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You've been a Samsung guy in the past. I mean, you go all, you're all over the place, but you've been a Samsung guy. have you But not? I've never tried like the Ultra. Which one? So you, oh, yeah. Because you always like the small ones. Yeah. Yeah. So you would be S22 regular,
1: not even Plus? Um, I would use the Plus here and there, but Mm. um, even then, they're quite big.
0: But, I mean, they
1: have big screens,
0: so... Yeah. Maybe I'll try the Ultra. Look at you. Look at you. Uh, More exciting, the the top-of-the-line model S23 Ultra... Uh, even more specs here that we have on it. This was spotted in China's certification site. 6.8-inch display, 1440 by 3088 resolution. I usually like to say those the other way around. Mm. Um, It weighs in at 233 grams. Snapdragon 8 Gen 2 chipset, clock speed of 3.36 gigahertz instead of the 3.2 on the standard chip. Uh, It'll be made in the uh, Samsung foundry, not TSMC like the standard version of the chip. Hmm. It'll be available with 8 gigs uh, and 12 gigs of memory with storage options all the way up to 1 terabyte. And the rear camera array rumored to be led by a 200 megapixel sensor for the primary camera. Jeez. That phone is a real spec hunter. Like you just, you want every spec, you just get that ultra phone. It's like anything you can get in a phone is kind of there.
1: It usually is,
0: right? The Ultra. And the event is just around the corner. January, February. Look at yeah. that, Will. You're not going to have to wait too long. Exciting. Free speech warrior Elon Musk bans Twitter account that tracked his private jet. A lot of people asked me to talk about this. I saw some uh, comments. It is a weird one. Um, we ha- Of course, we had... Jack Sweeney. Jack Sweeney on a show. Mm. And an unassuming character. You know, he came in here, seemed like a polite guy.
1: He didn't come in here, I don't think.
0: Well, he came on the show. Yeah. Didn't we have him on the show? Yeah. We had him on the show, Will. Yeah, he
1: was uh, somewhere in the States.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, look at that. The, uh, the, the Onion is also cracking some Elon jokes. It's kind of a... F- Elon Musk receives experimental neural... Ink- implant an attempt to delete memory of being booed <laughs> this picture oh man uh it's very high resolution that that photoshop work there yeah you know what it's pretty well done actually i'm far away it's not too bad i'm far away from the okay, display, yeah, yeah. so maybe that's why it's so convincing to me uh-huh um well i mean it's not convincing but you understand what i mean sure Uh, so anyway, he he was, hey, when we had Jack Sweeney on the show, he was nervous or suspecting that he would be suspended. And I think we were talking about Elon buying Twitter even back then. Yeah. Uh, he of course told us about his messages back and forth with Elon and the, the offer to acquire his Twitter handle. Yeah. But wait, so Jack Sweeney, the Twitter account, is suspended, but is Elon Jett? Definitely uh, suspended. Also suspended. Right, okay. So he was worried about this, and then we heard, you heard everything about free speech, but obviously you have Twitter terms as well, and how you want to interpret those terms. And in this case, he was saying it was a, a threat to his safety. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a clip recently of him arriving at an airport and saying, I'm not signing autographs anymore. I have reason to believe that I'm an assassination target and too dangerous. Elon, I'm saying. Oh. Apparently, the risk is too great and it's a conflicting one. It's it's a hard one because, yeah, I mean, obviously you have the the free speech aspect. Mm Mm-hmm which he has talked so much about, but then you've also got the security risk involved. Over the weekend, Jack Sweeney, first-year student at the University of Central Florida in Orlando, and the operator of the account claimed that an anonymous Twitter employee had told him the company had severely limited the visibility of Elon Jet. So, shadow ban, basically. Beginning December 2nd, the reported move came roughly four weeks after Musk made a big deal about how he wouldn't ban Elon Jet because of his commitment to free speech. My, my commitment to free speech extends even to not banning the account following my plane, even though that is a direct personal safety. So, okay, so I didn't know he actually said that on November 6th, that he wouldn't ban him. By Monday, Sweeney said that it looked like Twitter had reversed course and reinstated Elon Jet's visibility. However, the company seems to have changed its mind again and taken an even more drastic move by early morning Wednesday when users noticed Elon Jet was suspended. Well, huh? we have to get Jack Sweeney back on here.
1: Yeah, I'll try to contact him. But last time it was through Twitter. Since he's banned, I don't know how to contact him. Maybe he can uh, email us.
0: We don't have any email chain at any point? Unfortunately. How did he get on the show? Through Skype? You probably have his Skype still. Or was it through... He was here on video.
1: Yeah. No, it was... I might have his number. I don't know. I don't remember. I'll check my DMs and see.
0: What are the other video conferencing apps? Was it Zoom? Like, what was it?
1: No, we tried a different one. The one that he recommended. Because it was low. So uh, maybe
0: his contact is still in there. Does anybody use Skype anymore? Like, not really. (laughs) Hey, what happened with that? It's
1: usually Microsoft Teams, right? Teams. But Skype is like in uh, other places in the world, right? Right.
0: I don't know, man. Okay. I don't know what's going on anymore. ICQ? I try to stay off the video. Co- I try to stay off the video conferences at all costs. You know this I, about me. Yeah, I hear you. Like, yeah, so, uh, all costs. If they're like, oh, you're going to need to be on Zoom or something, I'm just like, please, no. Yeah, hit us up. Jack. Okay, Jack Sweeney, yes. Jack Sweeney, you definitely hit us up because we had talked about this possibility and I would love to know what kind of indication. Like, was there a warning? Was there a particular tweet? What did Twitter make you aware of, if anything at all, mm-hmm. would like to hear? And maybe even, he, he might even be able to uh, tell us about Some of the recent tweets, if maybe they were a bit different or maybe they were more detailed or whatever, he was really forthcoming in the initial uh, interview.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was pretty transparent. That's what I mean. You know.
0: The planes transmit with their transponders all the information. And you you don't need, if you're just in your local area, you don't even need a website. You could just have your own equipment to do it. But, you know, if you want it across the world, you got to get data from companies that are all receiving it across the world. So he
1: also know. explained how it worked and how he created this
0: bot, but, um, we got to get, we got to get the story from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I find it to be very interesting. I, I just wonder, I mean, for those that don't know, there was a conversation about 5,000 bucks to remove the account. And I think, I think Sweeney countered he with 50,000. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, this is my, this is my chance. This is my moment. Or a Tesla, right? Or and a Tesla? No, An internship. Yeah. At Tesla. Yeah. Anyway, and obviously uh, he didn't get that, and then he got banned anyway. And uh, let's hear from him. Let's try to get him on. We'll try to get him on.
1: All right. Um. Did you want to talk about uh, Elon being booed?
0: Well, I mean, look, that's got 6.1 million views, that clip right there. And I'm sure the clip itself has been reposted. It's probably got 20 million views total, all the places it's been reposted. Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle brought him on stage at the end of a show in San Francisco, Mm. and the crowd boos him. Yeah. I don't really know what the take is there. I know people on Twitter essentially suggesting that he's getting a taste of how people feel about him on Twitter, but in real life. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, there's no doubt that not everybody's a fan of his. Definitely not. You know, you got maybe 20,000 people in there. And then Dave, I guess, who invited him, obviously, is kind of trying to make it comedic, as you would as a comedian. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing seems relatively uncomfortable. And uh, Twitter had a field day with it. People on Twitter, Mm -hmm. uh, they, they, you know good on them. This is its fuel to the fire. This is how this combat seems to take place. It's shots in this direction and back, and then you get this uh, uh, evidence of real-life discomfort and booing, and it goes like wildfire, you know? Yeah. The, the people love it. They love uh, They love to see it. What can I say about it, Will?
1: I mean, uh, I would consider this like payback. You know, as a way of like embarrassing Elon, on.
0: Twitter. But there's no way that that was Dave's intention. Like, no, legitimately no, not at no, no. Friends. No,
1: no. Um, but yeah, like you said, everyone who hates Elon just adds more fuel to the fire. Like this is what happens. You know, when you get too big and
0: it's almost yeah, it's almost about ex- this stuff. It's almost expected, right? It's almost. I think the part that's a bit surprising is that the two of them thought like they it seemed surprised they seemed surprised by it where and now maybe maybe they had a conversation before like hey you might you might get we might be booze okay all right and maybe everybody was cool with it like i don't really know uh and in the end what does it really matter like i guess it bruises the ego a little bit but what does what is really the effect of it i'm not sure Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he moves out of San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> this took place in San Francisco. He laid off a lot of people in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. To be clear, uh huh. And yeah, maybe they knew
1: that uh, this would happen. You know,
0: uh, it's all but concocted. He, you're he,
1: saying he decided to go out anyways.
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, he went. I don't know if he fancies himself comedic. I mean, he obviously posts funny memes and went on SNL. But it's a lot different when people came to see yeah. Dave Chappelle, and then you walk on, and the, there may or may not be crossover. But dude, uh, that's the nightmare—just getting booed by twenty thousand people. Yeah,
1: the stadium crowd just booing you. A
0: lot of a lot of people. Some of the takes that I read was he should have said something because he kind he was uncomfortable, right? But yeah. it's so hard to say. I mean, it's so sorry. It's so easy to say it from the sidelines after the fact, if you really aren't expecting it, Mm -hmm. I mean, he could have just turned around and walked away. Uh, But I don't, uh, I I don't, I think you say something. I think you say something. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know what you say, but I think you say something. I'm not sure what would overcome me in that moment or yourself or whatever, Mm -hmm. what you might be compelled to say, but I think I would probably make some noises. (laughs) I would probably make some noises. I'd probably, animal noises? I will probably say something. Oh, okay. I feel that I would, but I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't engage. Maybe you say something real quick. Yeah. Maybe you say something real quick.
1: Yeah. But even saying something, it's like while you're there, it's like, they it's just stunned. You know, it's hard to tell what, what to do.
0: Yeah. it's It's amazingly effective booing. Just loud, consistent booing. Just boo. Uh, no. You can't really get much done like that's that. That's terrible. Yeah. It really drowns any anything out. All you can really do is leave now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the boo exists. Like it's a performance thing, right? Yeah. You have a stage. You have the audience. The audience has the right to boo. Mm-hmm. And the performer, which is what you're essentially being in that case, the performer is kind of at the whim of the audience to a certain extent. If they don't really want you there, it's a building full of 20,000 people and they can make enough noise. Now, I'm not saying everybody was making that noise, but it was enough noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, kind of democratic in a way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They voted. They voted. Nope. Don't want to hear from you. They've, now, he had a microphone, so he could have combated it or he could have attempted. Yeah. Right, he could have attempted to charm them as a a comedian might do in a hostile environment. But it turns out that that's a real skill to that. Mm -hmm. And it probably often doesn't work, particularly when you're bringing that much baggage into it as far as people's perceptions of you. For sure. But that's their, hey, it's their freedom of speech.
1: Mm -hmm. It was just so raw, that that clip. (laughs) You know, being the richest man in the world and kind of poking fun behind a screen. But it becomes real when, like, you're in front of 20,000 people.
0: So, yeah. 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 Well, that, I, think, I think you've just hit the nail there as far as, like, most people will never be in front of 20,000 people. Yeah. They'll never even have the opportunity to be booed. So what would you do? <laughs> just, like, freeze. That sounds weird, know. right? Yeah. It sounds weird. You would never think of it as an opportunity to be booed. But Dave Chappelle isn't inviting you on stage. Or me. Yeah. And people want to see Dave. No, but but him. what I'm trying to say here is that to be on the sidelines suggesting, ha ha, you got what you deserved." It's like, you're not even being invited. Mm. You're not even in the game. You're not even an important enough character to be booed in mm. this, uh, mm. in these terms. Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm putting myself in the same category. Yeah, yeah. Like in a way, this guy is so polarizing at the moment. It, you know, it's like, indifference is not a thing associated with him. It's like he's got people that practically worship him. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, he's got people that despise him. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know if despise might be strong, but the equivalent of worship, but on the other end. But also money plays a factor. It's very Trump-like. Because he's very, very rich. It's Trump-like though. It's Trump-like in a sense that it's all velocity. And we talked about this back when his tweets were tremendous in terms of velocity. Mm-hmm. It's the that weird mix of being loved and hated mm-hmm. that creates ultimate internet velocity.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And you then this balancing act of managing two groups of people, those that hate you and those that love you, but it eventually encompasses almost everyone that knows about you. Mm-hmm. And there's very few parties that can that can have that level of popularity and not have that type of setup Mm
2: -hmm.
0: amongst the user base. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Gladiator. Mm -hmm. Tesla rolls out Steam. This is the one. This this is this is why Will is steaming. Yeah. Because Steam just rolled out on Tesla. Inside your Tesla, 6,000 deck verified games. You play games in your Tesla. You're charging. You're playing games. You have the nice sound system. It's a cool experience. With a
1: controller.
0: With a controller. And you're finally taking advantage of that beautiful gaming uh, PC that's built into your Tesla.
1: I like this render. It's like uh, the outside is Elden Ring as well. For some reason. That's right. That's what happens. It's actually
0: a projection on your windshield. You didn't know that hardware was there. You have to pay the subscription fee to unlock it. Oh, God. The newest models of Tesla electric vehicles are now steam powered. What a deal. What a deal for them to cut. Well done. The new edition part of Tesla's 2022 44.25.1 holiday update is currently only available on high-end new Model S and X vehicles Tesla released in 2022. Why? Each of which includes 16 gigs of onboard RAM. Though CEO and founder Elon Musk promised in a tweet that a retrofit will be available for older models. Why? Because you need 16 gigs of RAM, Will. Well? Oh, man. I can't... Uh... Okay, so Will has a Model 3, guys, and this is why he's so angry. He just got his Model 3, and he's all pumped about <laughs> it, and he imagined himself pl- uh, playing Steam games inside of there, and he read the headline. He was like, sick, I'm going to put in the show, and then he went down the list, and it went... Womp,
1: womp, womp. As I started reading, it was downhill from there.
0: Uh, The release notes for the update suggest that those vehicles should be able to run any game that has been verified by Valve for play on the company's Steam Deck handheld. So anything you can play on your Steam Deck, you can play inside your Tesla on the 17-inch display. It's 6,000 titles that can run through there um deck verified games currently target a steady 30 fps minimum on the steam deck 7 inch 1280 by 800 resolution screen the 2022 Tesla 17 inch center console on the other hand can support 2200 by 1300 resolution individual game settings may need to be tweaked a bit to get the most out of the 10 teraflops of compute power uh tesla put out a tweet and then elon himself he quote tweeted that tweet he said you can play cyber Cyberpunk, Elden Ring, thousands of other games in new Model S and X vehicles.
1: Hmm. So how does this work? It's like you download Steam in the app and then yep. you log in yep. and then you s- don't stream it. You download the game?
0: I assume so. Okay. Are uh, we game streaming? Is that what you're suggest? Well, he just tapped it. Hang on a second here. Hang on a second here. Yeah, that's what you do, right? Okay, all right. Yeah, six point seven million views. People are pumped about this. Actually, more people watched this than the boo clip. Uh huh. So what does that tell you about things? Well,
1: goes up, goes down.
0: People want their games, don't they? Uh okay so this is the biggest step in a long journey yes because they showed off controllers and they were talking about this in 2018 yeah it's been a crazy long time they showed off the witcher 3 remember that yeah and even early days of cyberpunk they're saying you're going to be able to play cyberpunk people like is that actually going to happen now it is actually happening by the way you're going to want to pair your controller obviously so uh in the video clip it was a playstation 5 controller you can use an xbox controller uh, okay. whatever your preference is but if you look here i believe yeah you got a playstation 5 controller connected wirelessly by the way which is pretty nice so obviously i'll i'll, uh, I'll check this out i'll try this out yeah have and, a gander and see if it, how it's working i don't know is my car even new enough yeah it's 22 right is it <laughs> well you should well, check. i don't covid's been going on for so long when you did can check I, in the app we should tell you well it might be 21 do I have 16 gigs of RAM? Um, I'm going to get to the bottom of it right now. It'll tell me the model year in here? It should, yeah. Where do I got it? Oh, here we go. Uh, is that the version? That must be the version. Yeah, mine's 2022. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I'll try it out. <laughs> okay. But you're still mad. Well, let me ask you this. Will you Will you order the upgrade module? Because it does sound like it's a piece of hardware you're missing. You upgrade don't have enough RAM. Module? Yeah, I think, you, I think you need to expand the RAM. How do I do that? Well, it said in the article you, that it will, at a later date, be available through an upgrade of some kind. Go back to the top.
1: So it's like modding?
0: It's uh, modding let's see. Modding. Well, I mean, they probably have to install it for you. A retrofit will be available for older models. He promised in a tweet. Click on the promised tweet. Let's see what it says. Right there. Uh, somebody asked retro, but doesn't work on most 2021 2022 Model S X. Only super new ones. Will a retrofit be available? Yes. Um, See what is it? What is this guy talking about? Doesn't work on most 2021 2022. How new does it have to be? Well, I
1: have the 2023 Model Three, yeah, and um, it comes with um, I believe an AMD chip which is supposed to be as powerful as a PlayStation 5. So I don't know what specs that's needed cuz I feel like, you know, with gigs it it would be enough.
0: Right? Well, they reference the 16 gigs of RAM as being the issue. So but I just, like, is there a press release for this? Okay, let's just get to the bottom of this right now. There's a lot of people listening. They're like, does this work on my car or does it not work on my car? Is there a press release that says exactly when your car had to be manufactured?
1: Um, let me see.
0: I mean, they, don't, they say t- uh, 2022, but then the other guy says it's not available on most 2022s. And it's like, is there like seven cars out there that can actually do this? They must have some sort of press release, some sort of notes on that. It's Oh, yeah, here it is. Oh, there you go. Okay, release notes. Here we go. 2022.44. Stream over 100 million songs. Oh, Apple Music is there. Yep. And Steam Beta. This feature is available on Model S and X year 2022 plus with 16 gigs DDR memory. So how do I know if I have it? If I have 16 gigs of memory, I guess now we're all checking the specs on our actual vehicle. On the version. Hmm. Oh. Anyway, listen, we're obviously not getting to the bottom of it right now. Somebody's shouting and screaming in the comments saying, all you got to do is check here and here and there and about and this and that, and that's it. Mm. But it sounds like not a lot of people are going to get to play this. As exciting as it is, it kind of sucks because you think about the install base of Tesla's, and then it's like twenty twenty two plus premium S and X. How many of those like Yeah. It's gonna be a small number, but I guess you get to start somewhere. Hopefully, whatever this uh retrofit is is not too expensive. Yeah. Uh Twitter to increase tweet character limit to four thousand. From two eighty to four thousand. Mm. Company's new CEO, Elon Musk, has confirmed this on Twitter reply to a question whether rumored plans for twitter to increase character limit to four thousand were true he responded yes i wonder why four thousand you can write an essay four thousand
1: well that's i believe that's what community notes was for because they don't want to just post like a jpeg and then it's just like a paragraph they kind of want the writing to be in twitter the characters
0: huh Oh, will this be part of the Blue subscription? Oh, I want four thousand characters, eight bucks a month. Check mark, eight bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, less ads, eight bucks a month. It started, it's start part of the premium deal, isn't it? Will mm-hmm. you think so? Oh, and if you subscribe through Apple, it's going to be eleven dollars a month. Uh huh. Are you paying for this yet? By the way,
1: no. I feel like it's going to be a feature, but I haven't paid
0: for Blue. Can you pay for it right now? Can you get the blue check mark right now? Is I that... believe it's available now. i well, go for the check mark. Well, oh, you don't even want it anymore. Uh, uh, <laughs> I noticed a number of accounts with old check marks. If you hover it, now it says this is a legacy account. This is gonna oh, going to be going away. Like they're gonna, just going to get rid of all the check marks until you pay for it. Oh boy. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well. The, however, on the unbox therapy Twitter account, which has the check mark, it hasn't shifted to that legacy thing and says it's a news organization or something. Hmm. So you haven't paid? I didn't pay anything either. Oh, okay. but I feel like we should now. Now I'm going to pay. I want to see what happens. I'll pay on the Lou Later Twitter account and see what happens. All right, cool. Yeah. YouTube will tell you if you're being an asshole in comment. The website announced a new tool that will send you a notification and potentially lock you out for 24 hours if you leave an abusive comment. So what, the, uh, they're searching for certain terms, I guess, that are aggressive? Yeah. Uh, YouTube wants you to stop being mean as YouTube comments continue to serve as a place to harbor negativity. Definitely. Um, it will soon ping you if a comment left on a video is deemed too abusive based on a website's community guidelines. If a user receives a notification and continues to post abusive comments, YouTube will muzzle them with a ban from commenting for 24 hours. You know what this is about they know damn well that if they want to keep people producing content on the platform you got to protect those people
1: yeah less bullying
0: and if people are having negative experience negative emotion and they're not posting as much you have less inventory of videos mm. so you got to go in there and do everything in your power to continue to encourage those people to keep doing that cuz it's ultimately the content is what drives the platform
1: But also less of a shouting match in the comment section as well, right?
0: So for the end user, for the customer, for the viewer, sure. Yeah. Maybe less negativity for them as well. Yeah. Uh, But who draws the line? Who watches The Watchmen? You know? Who decides what the...
1: What are are these words?
0: All of a sudden, sudden Will's just writing like, uh, hey, love your show. It's like abuse. Yeah. Will's like, what? Uh "I I was being nice. Or Will's just like, Hey, I just wanted to point something. Ban. Yeah. Hey, I just want... Later. I tipped someone. Why am I banned? Here's a quote from YouTube. Our goal is to both protect creators from users trying to negatively impact the community via comments, as well as offer more transparency to u- viewers who, users who may have had comments removed to policy violations and hopefully help them understand our community guidelines. It's going to be all automated. Maybe it'll be able to crack, crack down on those spam accounts. Because those things are rampant. Mm -hmm. Rampant. Now, typically, they're not abusive in what they say. They often just copy some other comment Mm -hmm. and it's like seven or 10 or whatever Mm -hmm. with the scandalous profile pictures. It's amazing. Even a company like Google can't really, Mm -hmm. still can't really fix that. There's no hope. We've been working on improving our automated detection systems and machine learning models to identify and remove spam. The company said in a post that spammers change their tactics. Our machine learning models are continuously improving to better detect... No, they're not. Not yet they're not. It hasn't gotten better? No. Not even. Really? No, man. It's still there. Spam bots are still crushing on YouTube. I don't know what they gotta do. They gotta figure it out. Nobody likes it. Tell you that. Yeah. Amazon says... Popular driver tip program ended after about a million thank yous one day after it started.
1: Yeah, remember that uh, article that we talked about?
0: I I wonder how many Amazons, I mean, maybe I did because I said, I said, hey, Alexa, uh, tip my driver or whatever, thank you. Whatever the command was, I may have been sending tips all over. I wonder, you probably have to confirm it. Yeah. So the promotion was announced, and one day later, they hit their goal of one million tips. Geez, the company uh, the uh, the company said that the program would apply to the first one million thank yous. A day later, all of the company backed five dollar tips had been given out. Company said, so the company was paying for it, not the tipper. So if I said it and it actually yeah, you don't pay anything resulted in a tip. It's Amazon's pocket that it came out of. Yeah. I presume in the future you are actually paying for it. Mm. In addition to the five dollars tips, the five drivers with the most thank yous would be rewarded ten thousand dollars plus an additional ten thousand to the charity of their choice. I remember this story. Mm. That didn't take long.
1: No, one million dollars. I mean, that quota is still pretty high. And then they're like, "Okay, we got to stop this
0: now." It <laughs> goes, "Too much money." Goes to show you though how many packages all over the place. I mean you can yeah. rack this up real quick. Five dollars a pop. You don't. You know you have so many packages, mm. so many thank yous, and uh, you can ratchet that baby up there real quick with a five dollar tip.
1: Yeah. This this next story is uh, kind of a bummer. Now. <laughs>
0: how dare? Do- <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Amazon accuses stealing tips from delivery drivers. What the hell are you doing on this show, Well I don't know. Been more than a year since federal regulators ordered Amazon to pay back nearly $62 million in drivers tips allegedly skimmed over the years. What? How were people even tipping in the past? Oh, cash? Maybe cash. Consumers need to know where their tips are going. The suit about providing workers the tips they are owed and telling consumers the truth. Oh, they're taking the drivers are taking them to court. Mm. Federal Trade Commission in February 2021 required Amazon to pay $61.7 million to drivers deprived of tips from customers between 2016 and 2019. According to the complaint, Amazon Flex launched in 2015 in order to let ordinary people use their own vehicles to deliver packages on behalf of Amazon. The company claimed drivers could make $18 to $25 an hour and earn tips for certain deliveries. They also said they would pass 100% of tips you earn on to the driver's Passed to the courier. Soon after it was launched, however, the company started skimming driver's tips, FTC claims. In 2016, the company secretly switched to a variable pay system in which a driver's earnings could fluctuate based on an internal algorithm, regulators allege. Under the system, the government said Amazon could advertise a payment of $18 to $24 for a particular delivery, but if a customer tipped $6, Amazon would pay the driver only $12 for a total payment of 18 This is like Uber Eats and... They make it so complicated and come up with some equation.
1: Mm. And as a customer, you feel scammed reading this because, like, you want to directly pay the driver.
0: You're not sure it was a tip, was not a tip. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's pretty ugly stuff. You want this stuff to just be straight up. Well, anyway, accountability, I guess the FTC is involved. People are looking into it. Uh, But, I mean... Hmm? Yeah, it's shady stuff. I don't, I don't know. It's obviously it's alleged right now. I don't know. They, they, there was some sort of a settlement, right? Amazon did not admit wrongdoing as part of the 2021 settlement. I guess people are going to get paid back, but you wish it didn't have to go that way in the first place. Yeah. It's very confusing with the tip stuff. A tip mm-hmm. should be a tip. A tip is a tip. A tip goes to the person that the tip is intended for. Mm-hmm. And then now this makes me skeptical of all my tips. I, I do the tips on the delivery service. I, who's getting the tip? Or even uh, do, real life in like yeah, restaurants. In the restaurant, you tap if you get the f- a couple options for gratuity, and then you're like, "Wait a sec, are you getting that? Who's getting that?"
1: Yeah, like uh, the, Some, all the money goes into a pool or something, or how does that work?
0: Sometimes you ask. Maybe the best thing to do is ask. Yeah, you just ask your server. Say, "Hey, are you getting this?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it's the best way to do.
1: It. I don't know. All right, last one. I just thought this was pretty funny. Um, Norway MFA. It's a government organization in Norway. Um, Apparently, they tweeted about this, and uh, they had their uh, country uh, mislabeled. That's no good. To Nigeria.
0: Norway MFA, and then it's got a little flag on it, Nigeria Government Organization. Yeah. So I guess Twitter was attempting to (laughs) validate... Yeah. But it looks fixed now because I see. It is fixed. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah it's it's fixed. definitely yeah. fixed. Yeah. But Elon commented about it. He's just like, sorry. I just find it funny these little blunders. Yeah.
0: And they're somebody, like, hey, we're not from that. It's area. like somebody, yeah. it was like one of those auto populated lists and somebody pressed N and they got to the list there and they just clicked enter. You know what I mean? Yeah, And yeah. then next thing you know, it was associated to the wrong thing and but what's funny about it is it's meant to be a verification type of badge. Yeah. It's meant to say, "Hey, we checked in on this one. There's a flag here. This is legit." Uh-huh. And then the legit person has to be like, "Hey, you're legit." Uh, and inv- what your legit badge is not legit. Mhm. Your badge for being legit, not legit.
1: Yeah, very meta. It just reminds me of like in Wikipedia, sometimes it would get information just slightly off, mm-hmm. or like s- something that's completely different, mm-hmm. but it would just be hiding in there,
0: hiding in plain sight. Well, but yeah, on on funny. on the positive end, they just send a quick tweet, and uh, shortly later, you get a sorry from the CEO. Of the company, the and no harm owner, you know, and he, hey, we hopefully that. no harm. <laughs> I don't it's know. Just... I don't know. I don't know that you can say no harm. Maybe a little bit of. Maybe, maybe hopefully not too much harm. But there's a there's a lot of memes going on. Yeah, that, uh, as they do. Yeah, as as you would and as you do. It's a, it's a funny, uh, hopefully uh, a funny and hopefully harmless yeah. blunder, Yeah. You know, but. We'll never know. We'll never know what the consequences of it were. Oh, yeah. We'll never true. know all the undue suffering that could have happened as a <laughs> potential consequence of this blunder. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much to everybody who joined here today. Uh, thank you to everyone that is uh, a part of this community. Watching the show, watching the clips, listening. However you got here and whoever you are, I wish you the best, sincerely. And I hope you're having a nice morning afternoon night dinner lunch whatever it is you happen to be doing when you uh, participate in this experience as will likes to call it I say hey will let's sh- let's shoot the show and he says you mean the experience wait that's Rogan Rogan's the yeah. experience other people have used the experience the experience is uh, it's out there yeah yeah I don't know if this qualifies as an experience yet we got we got we of work to do well mm-hmm. all right see you guys later.